0: Welcome back to the Casual Shooters Podcast. This week, um, myself, Dave, and Leo, and Chris have all decided we're going to have our first interview. And it's with Casey, who was on our squad at Nationals. She was shooting her very first match in USPSA ever. Ever. And uh, we were all (laughs) quite um, surprised including the ROs, that this was her first match ever. So, good for her to come out and shoot her first match at Nationals. So, we want to talk to her about that experience and and how it's been going for her. Casey, how are you?
1: Hey, how are you? I'm good.
0: Good. Oh, and so, in case you guys hear another voice that you may not recognize, her husband, Chris, is also here, so he may chime in at times.
2: Uh, Occasionally.
0: There we go. (laughs) All right, so... Tell us, um, give us a little bit about you, the background, how you got into USPSA at Nationals.
1: Well, I got into, I actually did a search for gun competitions, and I found um, the USPSA website, and I did some research, and I wanted to see... You know what it was about like if it was a well like a a community you know what i'm saying and i wanted to see you know i I watched a bunch of youtube videos about the different competitions and i automatically became extremely scared of being disqualified
0: (laughs) as we all are
1: that's
0: normal and
1: so i was i did research and i was like okay there's one coming up and i think you know i could get ready in like 6 weeks i think i could do that like it'd be cool and i i wrapped my head around it and then i just said okay i'm going to do it <laughs> and i jumped for it so and that it happened to be nationals and that was i didn't realize the complexity of what nationals is i didn't realize that there were going to be pros there or super squads i didn't even know what super squads were (laughs) so for me i was like all right i'll be fine as long as i don't get disqualified you know i'll learn a bunch of stuff and i'll have you know work on some things and you know take a lot back from that but um I was just really excited and I was super like happy but ridiculously nervous all at the same time. So, and I just jumped. I jumped basically. I just jumped in the deep end of the pool and went for it and I had a great time. Now, how much
0: practice how much did you, practice you actually do before Nationals?
1: <laughs> Honest? Okay, so I shot with my Glock 34. And I only ran a hundred rounds through it before nationals.
0: Now was that a and brand new gun?
1: It was brand
0: it, no. It was previously owned, but okay. new to me. Okay, so you had never shot that gun before. You put a hundred rounds through it and then shot nationals.
1: Yep.
3: Wow. That's even Listen, more. Listen, are a lady, but that takes that's balls. Huevos, as yeah. they say.
1: Well, I started practicing um Chris has a 19 and I was actually thinking like okay, I can run this 19. He just has really aggressive stippling on it and after 200 rounds with that. So in total practice I did about 300 rounds, maybe 350 tops. And from his the stippling on the gun it like tore my hands. It like it formed calluses where I didn't think calluses would ever be, especially like on the middle of my like middle finger. <laughs> I was like, What's going Because I'm holding it so tight and freaked out. But, uh, but yeah, through the 34, I only shot probably 100 rounds. So I only had one practice section before I went to nationals.
0: Wow. Okay. So, you, I mean, you probably didn't even know then really, like, where your gun was going to impact at 15, 25, 35 yards?
1: I only practiced at... Okay, so I had... I went to the range with my one-on-one. As kind of He's not my, like, coach, mm-hmm. so that is a lie, because I went twice to the range with the 34, and I did... 100 rounds. So 200 rounds through the 34, but but that's not a lot.
0: That's nothing. That's nothing. No.
1: And at the longest range, I practiced at 20 yards. That was it. I didn't expect stage, the infamous stage 19 to (laughs) hit in the face the way it did.
0: (laughs) Right, where you have to calculate wind and everything else for that far target.
1: The
4: Coriolis
0: effect. You're like, oh, the curvature of the planet. Good.
4: (laughs) And a monsoon. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I wasn't expecting it because I I studied the um the book, the matchbook
4: mm-hmm. like
1: it was my bible for 3 weeks. As yeah. soon as it mm. came out, I went to Office Max the next day, printed it out, put it in my binder with like laminated sheets and everything and I studied that thing and plus the schedule which I know you guys got messed up on day 1 with the schedule being completely different. And
0: day three, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah, and day three. <laughs> yeah.
1: And day, day one, day two, and day three. All the yeah. days were mixed up.
3: Yeah. I don't know if you can tell, but Huggy is super like happy that you guys nerded out together on the Matchbook Bible, because we had our little team, <laughs> team meeting the day before, and he brought his whole thing, and we're like, okay, well, good thing somebody did this.
4: Yes. Yes. But... Now- I, I definitely... I was just going to say was it? I definitely uh, nerded out with that and uh, like Casey said I was like studying it and everything and <clears throat> then like you know to get down there and and we go to the, the first stage that the book says we're supposed to be at and I mean I prepped for that stage I was yeah. geared to go and then when that dude said sorry you're at the wrong stage and we had to go to the I can't even remember the stage number we had to go to I was just I was duh. I was it was like, a different zone. Like it wasn't yeah. that we were moving a couple <laughs>
3: stages. We were in an entirely different zone. Yeah. So yeah. I was duh. It but yeah. it, it's fine.
0: But now well, how I, how surprised were you when you got there and found that several of the stages were not as they were in the book? Right.
1: I was so Day one, I already, like, I had a plan, like, a mental plan. The night before, I was, like, looking at my book. I was making notes on the pieces of paper that I had in between each stage. Like, I was prepped. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I can I can visualize going through this stage. I already had it in my head, like, okay, this is just going to be to experience it. This isn't, like, I'm not going after trophies. I just want to feel it, and I want to know it. So when I went to the check-in to register, because you guys got there, you were there the day before, I got in the day before, and so I didn't see any of the stages firsthand until that day. Um, <laughs> when I walked in, and I said, "Hi, this is my name. Here's my number." <laughs> they like, gave me like a little bag, and I like walking away with it. Okay, cool. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're at this stage. And I was like, excuse me? I'm in 106, ma'am. Like, I'm 106. (laughs) I'm pretty certain I'm supposed to start here. And she was super nice, like super sweet. She goes, no, sometimes things change. And, you know, it's just because of X, Y, and Z. And I was like, okay. So when I got there and we're walking to the stage, and I'm looking at Chris, and I'm like, I'm freaking out right now. I'm freaking out. Because <laughs> I don't even remember what this even stage looks like right now. And that's when um, I met Mike and Lise.
0: Okay.
1: okay. And they were loading their mags and stuff like that. And I was like just, I was shaking. I was so nervous. And um, when I was looking at the stage, I was like, Okay. That's not bad. It looks really close. Like, it's pretty similar. And I open the book, and I'm reading through, like, okay, I get it. Well, the first stage went off beautifully. <laughs> and then that's where the second stage and my big accident happened. <laughs> but I was actually pretty um, pleased with the way that they were set up. The only one that threw me for a loop was Deja View or Deja Vu or whatever mm-hmm. it was. yeah. And stage nineteen because when you look at it in the book, it doesn't look like it's that far off. Like it just right. looks maybe twenty yards.
0: Right. It's not something and, you need and to do. That
3: car. was in your wheelhouse, yeah.
0: Yeah. So why don't you hit on what you just said, stage two was where the big accident happened?
4: <laughs>
1: For your Let list, everybody know. I'm famous already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that girl or that lady <laughs> that flubbed so hard. <laughs> so um, what happened was, is I let the, my nerves get the best of me. And I, I knew production. Like I studied it and I read it, but I got so nervous that I loaded my mags to capacity, which I should have just ordered 10 round mags and I would have been fine, but I was thinking for different uses, it would be just go ahead and get the 17s. Well, and I, and I in my head, I was like, okay, because I think I was watching, I think it was one of you guys, I was watching on that stage and you guys had some issues, <laughs> which made me even uh, more.
3: She worse. wasn't watching me then. No, nope. <laughs> <She,
4: laughs> that was this more. guy.
1: <laughs> so I was like, oh God. So, and I watched another person and I think it was you, Leo. Um, and Be I was clever. like, okay, yeah, I need to change my mag right there. Like he's doing it like almost the way I would have done it in my head. So I didn't, I didn't reload. And that's when they're like, did you reload? And I was like, um, like no, <laughs> they're like, well, guess what? You're now an open. And I was like, okay, as long as I'm not disqualified, I'm good, guys. (laughs) I was so worried that I was not going to follow the rules of what, like, production or something. And they were going to be like, go home, goodbye. You know, you messed up. See ya. And it didn't happen. The ROs were like... You know, just load them to capacity now and have a great time. And I did, man. I just blew the hell out of all the targets.
0: <laughs> she she's, put pl- plenty of holes in them cardboard ninjas. And she's she's not kidding either, because at one point she had to send Chris back to the car to get more ammo. I did. Now he's a good Sherpa. Here's an interesting yeah. point. I listened to some other podcasts, and on one of the other podcasts. There was a gentleman who was there who was shooting steel and the ro was like hey did you fire 12 rounds and he goes no there's no way i only have 10 in my mags well apparently he went back after the match that evening after that day and was watching the video and sure enough he fired 12 rounds so the next day he went back and told them that yes they were correct and he got bumped to open as well yeah well so, that well, was pretty
3: so I, I think I think it bears ex- explanation for people that are brand new, either to the podcast or to shooting in general. So, uh, mad capacity for production and then getting bumped to open. Like, what does that mean for people that don't necessarily know what we're talking about when we just throw out words like production and, and open? I'll let you feel this one, Dave, because you got glasses on. <laughs>
0: I think glasses make the difference. Um, Yeah, they make you look smarter. So production is a low-capacity division. The max you can have in your magazine is 10 rounds at the time of the start beep. That means that if it's a loaded start, you can actually put 11 rounds in your mag because you're going to load one of those rounds into the chamber, and then you're going to holster your gun. So when they hit the timer and you get the beep, at that point, you only have 10 rounds in your mag, so you're good to go. That's what production is. That's your limit. That's how you're limited.
1: Yeah.
3: And then getting bumped to open, like uh, like Casey was saying, the yeah. RO is like, well, now you can shoot whatever you want. So just load them bad boys up and go to town.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> Which is
3: way better than getting disqualified.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> way <and> I, better. <laughs> I thought it was only going to be a procedural for each shot that you fired. I didn't realize... So again for everybody listening being bumped to open means she can load her magazines to capacity there's no longer a limit on uh, magazine capacity or I mean she could have then added whatever she wanted to her gun because she was yeah. shooting in the open division which really has no restrictions
3: and with what Chris was doing he could have welded a magwell on there got you a
4: fancy sight he could have done all sorts of stuff Thank and you. I will have to, I will have to say that I actually Had that happen to me at Area Eight? Yep. Because my mag extension uh, was too large for the box. So when they check your gun, uh, your mag has to fit in that box. There's a certain box that fits production guns. Yeah. And uh, I had an extension. I forgot, and wasn't even thinking, and I forgotten I had that mag extension on my magazine, and it wouldn't fit the box, and it bumped me to open. And, of course, they were, like you said, they were like, fill them up, go have fun.
1: Yeah. You know,
4: but, like, but did you? No, I did not. I kept it at 10 because I knew I was shooting production at national. So I was just trying to keep myself at that limit, you know, and make sure that I was in that muscle memory type style. So I would you not know, go over that amount. So, so but yeah, lesson learned. I'm with you, Casey. Yeah. Uh, you know.
1: You'll never yeah. again.
3: No. So you're well, shooting. A there's gl- a saying in shooting about that, too. What's that? It's uh, it, it, if you haven't been disqualified, you haven't been shooting long enough. And if you have been disqualified, you're like everybody else. Something <laughs> like that.
0: Yeah, there's, there's two types of people. Those that have been taught disqualified and those that will. Well, he said. <laughs> you're right. Um, That's the correct way to say that so you are shooting a Glock 34 what about mm-hmm. what what are you using for equipment and ammo uh
1: my ammo was all federal um I bought a, a pretty decent size case of it before I went to nationals and I'm so happy that I brought the entire thing <laughs> I, I was like well maybe 300 rounds will get me there no <laughs> I'm like I'm happy that I brought it because it was necessary um, just in case so now I know that's one thing it's like yep you have to have like at least a thousand rounds just in case uh,
0: <laughs> sounds so like Chris my- <laughs> that's right oh, yeah. huggy <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> so my belt and my holster and mag pouches were custom made for me um, from Florida Florida Holster Co really really yeah.
0: I will oh, say they wow. were fancy. Yeah. Are, yeah. Well, That's cool. Was,
1: the two days before or the day before we left for Nationals, he was in his shop making my mag pouches. Mm-hmm. And he did an amazing job. I they even in the rain and everything that they, they were really they were they're called hybrids, so they were leather on the back and mm-hmm. um, the I'm Kydex, right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, and the holster he had actually made for me as well, and um, that had—I don't know if you noticed it, but it had the back, the blue little, um, like a screw on it. That was yep. so that was, and he does that on all of his, all of his stuff. So um, Russ owns the company, and he's um, actually the guy that did my CCW class and did my one-on-ones for practice and everything. So. I got to know him really well, and it was really cool that he made me a belt that I absolutely love because lime green is my favorite color. So it was black and lime green.
3: Well, there you go. Well, shout out to uh, Florida Holster Company and Russ, not a sponsor,
0: um, (laughs) but he did great job. Yeah, that's awesome. I was
1: very with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, Leo, you have any questions on there? Oh, I got so many questions. Um, Okay.
3: So uh, you were talking about community and how you were looking up USPSA, and that's kind of what brought you to USPSA specifically versus like IDPA or something like that. Um, How did you feel, and and I I will say, I do think meeting Mike and Lise, so shout out to the Canadians, um, also (laughs) not uh, (laughs) sponsors. Because they're a good, good, very lovely couple, super nice people. The reason I don't think we should ever go to war with Canada. But how did you feel that you were, like, not necessarily accepted, but, like, what did it feel like to you coming into a sport you've never participated in and the group of people that you were with? And, like, how did you feel you were kind of brought into the fold, I guess?
1: I was so blown away with the, the welcome that I got. Now, I think, like, day one was, like, all nerves and everybody was, like, getting to know each other. <laughs> so it was really difficult. But like day two, it was better. And then day three, we were, we we're all like family. <laughs> you know? So it was really amazing. And I had constantly had ROs coming up to so like, hey, how's it going? You know, how's everything, you know, do, you know, you're still shooting open. That's awesome. You could take it. <laughs> I was like, woohoo. <laughs> um, but I, it was really awesome because it, for me, I was so nervous to be in a group because it was open squatting, so it wasn't just new people. It's not mm-hmm. like it took all the newbies or the, the one year shooting and under and put them in a, a squad together. It I could have gone into you know a class production, but I was so terrified. I was like, okay, no, I'm just going to be in a production like by myself. <laughs> like I uh, met <laughs> people. And just pick this squad. It looks good. Okay. (laughs) And, um, but I mean, really it it was like open arms for me. And that was amazing because not only, and I hate to towel on like women and shooting, but I was so surprised that there were so many women out there, like not, not only shooting, but ROs as well, which Mm -hmm. felt cool because I was like, okay, I can look to you and ask you questions and not feel completely stupid. And I felt like that with any of the ROs. Like, I could have said, hey, by the way, what does that mean? Or what is that? And some, sometimes they'd be like, how long have you been shooting? And I'm like, well, this is my first one. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> um, but it was it's just a big community. And for me, it's like, absolutely. So now that I've brought my story back and told my girlfriend's, they're like, oh, my God, let me know when the next one is or if there's a smaller competition, I'd love to go because that sounds amazing. So I really would love to see the community of women shooters get even bigger. Like, that would be something awesome because it's it very can. welcome.
0: Absolutely. And there's a lot of women. I mean, I mean, we, you saw at um, the award ceremony after the third day, Jaylene and... Justine Lee and Justine Williams Williams I mean, yeah the Williams 17 sisters. year old girls who are out there crushing people
1: I didn't yeah. realize that they were that young yeah.
0: they have their own YouTube channel they're
3: I legit followed,
1: yeah I followed them on Instagram once I started looking into USPSA stuff and I was like oh this is really awesome they're like almost partners like they go to everything and then I realized oh they're sisters okay that's amazing and I watched them in all these different competitions from the time I started following them until nationals. It was really cool. And, but I didn't realize that they were that young. I thought that they were maybe in their early 20s. But 17 is, is, and I mean, it's amazing. It's really cool to see what you can do if you start early. And you're given the outlet to start early.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You get focused like that. I mean, it's amazing. So,
1: well, and,
3: and it, it was interesting because uh, I think uh, it might have been Dave and I, or Dave and Huggy and I, that that kind of talked about. Um, and this is a compliment, so please take it as such. We were talking about how how upbeat and how like excited you were just to be there, <laughs> and it kind of and, and I, I bring it up because it reminds me a lot of them. Like they're very young. But they still manage to, and they're very professional, but they manage to be, like, super excited and, like, really happy, and they don't let stuff get them down. Like, you could have been bumped to open and been like, no, I'm out, 200 bucks or whatever it is, out the window. I'm Like, I'm done, and just been pouty McGee, and, you know, and Chris makes three, and you could have left. And instead you were like, whatever, I'm going to keep shooting. I'm going to get them cardboard ninjas and just pew pew, you know? So, like, that was something that I thought was really... Like, it was infectious because after that, we're all like, all right, cool. If she can be upbeat about just being thrown in open, like, let's keep moving. Like, our little, you know, kerfuffles weren't that big of a deal.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw Chris. He parked a couple cars down from us on day two when we came in for PM. And I had seen him, and he was like, I think you were changing your shoes or something. And I was like, hey, man, what, just, what happened with the bullets? <laughs> so he told me the whole story. Because I was like, you know, just, and he's, and we had a great conversation and he asked me about it. And I was like, yeah, as soon as I understood what happened with the whole, like being bumped to open, I had a little bit of a down moment. (laughs) Like I was sad for like five minutes and then I just like shook it off and I was like, okay, it'll be fine. Because I did, I, my intention wasn't to place or take trophies or anything. It was just to experience it and learn. So for me. And then he had said something, and I was like, you just got to be positive. It'll be, all be okay. <laughs> like, we're going to have a great time. He's like, yeah, we're going to have a great time.
0: <laughs> and and he was much better the next day, but that whole day, Briar, though, that was pretty bad. <laughs> oh, I, I, I wish well. you had
3: talked to him the day, like,
0: cause it was... Even at dinner <sighs> after the first day was not good.
1: I was yeah, I... terrified. I was like, oh my god, I hope this doesn't happen to me. Because <laughs> I oh. was myself being that person that was just like not being able to function after the beeper went off
4: <laughs> I was I will tell you I was so upset and the guys are right I was so upset to the point where uh, if I could have thrown my gun I would have thrown it because <laughs> I was just yeah. that, angry. <laughs> that and, yeah and uh, I was you know the guys were like just shake it off just you know just keep going. And, I, and I'm the type of person that I, when I get mad, I'm just like, I'm yeah. just angry, you know. Yeah. And uh, finally, Dave, and actually, both Dave and Leo were like, look, stop being a little bitch. <laughs> Don't take my line. I get one thing in this show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had to borrow it. So, I mean,
0: So everybody met you with open arms, but who actually came to our table the night of the award ceremony to welcome you to the USPSA?
1: Oh, boy.
3: You got to be nice
1: with us. It was really cool. Um, The president of the association came up. Well, um, and I'm going to lose it because I'm blanking on his name, but he was an RO, and he's the actual – director of the sec the area yeah. where new york and new england are
2: okay uh,
1: i want to say it was maybe 6 or yeah,
2: or, yeah maybe 6 or, or 7 or 8 right,
1: right. maybe it was 8 and he his wife actually like pulled me aside and before you guys got there she was like how was it and i was telling her You know everything about it because she really wanted to know like I actually felt like it wasn't just like how'd you do or how was it like it was one of those you just she really wasn't interested she was really interested and so I kept talking to her her husband came up amazing guy and he's like you've got to talk to the president because he really wants to know newcomer's stories like this and I think the big baffling thing was that I just decided that my first gun competition should be nationals. <laughs> Not realizing what nationals <laughs> really was. Like I knew. she was asserting her presence
3: with authority.
1: Yes, I was. <laughs> Coming in elbows and knees, I was doing it. <laughs> but oh, so, Lord. Yeah, the association um, came up like introduced me the the guy that introduced him to me. And then he had to go make that speech and what really blew me back was the fact that after he had made the speech he came back to say i'm so sorry we i was interrupted and finished talking to me of course i had my mouth full of food so that's (laughs) interesting but uh it was it was just really cool that's something like you don't see a lot like because especially like to me feeling like a newcomer like, I haven't even made it on their, like, notice yet. Like, they haven't realized who I am yet. And for him to, like, welcome me and say hello and thank you so much was really cool. So that, for me, was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, you're, you're so new. You could literally have had the latest USPSA membership number.
1: Yeah. I got the newest one, hot <laughs> yeah, off the press. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So a lot of a lot of interesting firsts for you. So Absolutely. That's pretty cool. All right, Leo, what other questions did you write down over
3: there? Um, okay, so you've had your first nationals, right? Got that under your belt. It's done. Like there's zero pressure for you from now on. <laughs> so what goals do you have moving forward in shooting production, moving up in a division? Um shooting sectionals, shooting local mat, like what are your goals that you've set for yourself, if if you have any and if not, like now I'm asking you what goals you're going to set for yourself young lady, because we want you to progress
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely
3: because um, Huggy's going to be buying appetizers from now on oh, like <laughs> <laughs> do I get a pressure
1: tavern this time guys? yeah, oh. that's
4: fine <laughs> oh yeah, Oh, see, you're in it now see, the whole thing of it is you, I, and Dave, we have to just beat Leah, and he has to buy after <laughs> Now
3: we are in the circle of trust, pick <laughs> on the fat Hispanic kid. Cool, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, hey, what about the fat black kid? <laughs> well, let's hear about goals first, and then we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay.
3: okay. All right, so what do you got? <laughs>
1: um, My goals, while it's kind of... Off season. Um, I really want to get out and shoot. I actually just shot this past weekend on Sunday. We had a um the gun store, um, my local gun store, HR Gunworks, Hillary and Laura, well, the two Laura's um were teaching a women's weekend, kind of like a women's shoot club thing. And it was really neat because it was a bunch of people that had never really picked up guns before. So it was kind of cool to kind of like stand back and watch them work with people. And so, and I have talked about it before, but I'd really love to become an NRA um, certified instructor. So to be that side and everything, something really cool. And that's kind of how is being on both sides. And other than that, just shoot as much as I can and learn how to move faster. <laughs> that's a that's a big you know, I had a good healthy trot <laughs> while I was moving, but now <laughs> I want to get a horse you know, John Wick stealthy.
3: <laughs> you gotta do the, the mag flip.
1: I'm mag mag to, flip. I swear.
3: <laughs> Don't shake your head, Dave. The mag <laughs> flip works. It's a, slow in between, but the mag flip it's, that's it's out the way.
1: It's graceful.
3: Blah,
0: blah, blah. Like a gazelle. (laughs) Gazelle. So you've already shot another match then?
1: No, it wasn't a match at all. It was um, more of like... So it's kind of like women that have never even shot a gun before. Okay. So we normally do this whole thing where it's like you come to the store and you get to see some guns and look at them. And then they usually have like some prizes and stuff going on. And then they did yoga, um, which was really neat. And she provided like some acai bowls. And then after that, we went to the range and we got to shoot for the rest of the evening.
0: She offered what?
1: Acai- I was going to say,
0: what's a,
4: what's a, what's a wee bowl?
1: <laughs> acai- an <laughs> acai bowl.
3: It's okay, oh, so a fancy, okay. healthy fruit with lots of antioxidants, guys. I got you. I got Pick
2: you. Pick up a book. Read <laughs> <laughs> a magazine. Point, ten points for knowing what that <laughs> is. You know it's,
0: <laughs> it's funny that uh, you mentioned the thing about the women's because my wife's been trying to – there's a group up where we are called Pistol Packing Ladies, um, and they shoot every Thursday night at a local range. But oh, it's cool. so packed, like tonight is one of those nights – But it was already full, and there were eight women on the waiting list, and it's full for the next three weeks. Wow. Yeah, she said there's like 1,800 people in the group, but I'm like, well, they've got to be from all around, because we don't have that many women shooters in this area, so. Wow. But, yeah, I would, I've been trying, my wife has her gear, my wife has a gun, I have, I've gotten her to shoot a steel challenge with me, but I can't get her to shoot a USPSA nor an IDPA I haven't been able to get her to do it yet I want her to
1: I mean um here you she has to want to do it though I mean that's the thing because if she doesn't really want to be there I feel like you're not she's not going to have fun you know um but I would go for it especially USPSA I've heard some like things air quotes about IDPA and they're kind of like sticklers and the ROs are pretty like like short and quick and to the point cuz I've never shot IDPA as you guys know. <laughs> I have. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I I don't know how to like speak on that part, but I mean, I had a blast and I was terrified. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. What other questions do you have there, Leo?
3: Oh, sorry. I was writing stuff down. Um. Oh, I had a good one.
0: Focus. focus. Oh,
3: so uh, you were talking about stuff that uh, you you went in and you wanted to learn, and especially once you got kicked up to open. You know, you were just there for the 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 experience of you know gathering information. So, what do you think was a uh, were some of your big takeaways from shooting nationals and and just kind of having that done and over with?
1: Um. Big takeaways were, I mean, really, like, I learned a lot from, um, Lise and Michael, because they were, even from day one, started to break down how they kind of went through course of fire, and it started to make more sense, and I tried it multiple ways, um, and I'm just gonna have to really sit down and figure out which way I can learn how to because I mean, on our last stage, that the one that was like all like catty corner and you could only see him from certain angles that one freaked me out because I just lost count and lost where I was. It was almost like doing a Tetris game really, really quickly. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> It was. It was just dark. It's a really good analogy, It's a very
0: good analogy. I would have <laughs> never thought of
1: that. <laughs> so, for me, it was learning how you're going to walk through a stage and how to, you know, I got a lot of practice of walking stages and how I was going to do stuff. But it it really just came down to the pressure and the, like, doing it at that moment. And, um Another thing, um, sometimes it would be distracting with my earmuffs on, so I definitely am going to turn those off (laughs) when I go up to shoot because I get, like, in my own head, but then all of a sudden, and it could be people in the other range across from us, I could hear them talking. And sometimes I would hear the ROs saying, like, you know, Alpha, Charlie, and I'm like, who's calling out what I'm shooting right now? (laughs) (laughs) So um, that was another thing. Is just kind of like being able to like focus more and bring it in, as well as um, just being open to changes last minute. Because that was a big thing for me. Is like it really rocked me because I'm an I'm a type A personality and I love to have a schedule. And when the schedule shifted, like just take a deep breath and be okay with it. <laughs>
3: yeah, but, we all had an issue with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Because sure. like we had come in early. We'd walked all the stages. We are like, all right, we got our plans. And then they're like, and you're all the way down there. We're like, well, okay. Hopefully we remember because we you – know, okay, cool. Well, that's awesome. That's good. I'm glad that there's some, some benchmarks for you and, again, your goals and all that stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: Hold one second real quick, Leo. So that was stage two that you're talking about. That is what they would call a memory stage, Casey. It is. And yeah. – Those are the ones that I typically have issues with. I haven't quite figured out exactly how to do my memory stage. Every match I've shot on where you have that lateral movement and you have to remember exactly which targets to shoot from where, those are the ones that I've had issues with as well. So I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Jinko (laughs) Baloba. Not a sermon, just a thought.
1: Yeah. Not a sponsor. (laughs) Not a sponsor. (laughs)
3: I'm in. I could use it, too.
1: In the matchbook, though, I knew as soon as I saw that one, I was like, holy crap. And, you know, and that's one thing that um, I didn't realize that when you had those little, like, the statues for the matchbook, I thought that they were going to set it up exactly like that. Now, that stage was changed. It was different. Because the center was off-put, and some of them were turned, too, so that, like, you couldn't hit them dead on. Correct. And so I had kind of nicknamed that stage, run left and look right. Because if you run all the way left... Right. ...look and you shoot from right to left, opposite of reading, and kept going, you would have hit everything. And I just didn't get to practice it. So I think that was kind of, like... The difference, and of course, you're not going to be able to have unless you are have a lot of money. You can't really set up the stages and practice them exactly like they're going to be at nationals because they're going to change them anyway. They're going to put like like the white targets,
3: mm-hmm. the no shoots.
1: <laughs> yeah, those weren't in the matchbook. At least I didn't see them.
0: Right. Yeah, they definitely do different things to make it more difficult. Jerks. <laughs> well, um,
4: do you guys have any more questions for oh. Casey? So here's a question. Now that you've shot this and using you, you're using a Glock34, and you mm-hmm. saw other people using other guns. And I know like you had they had sponsors there and you saw all those high-end guns. What are your thoughts? Are you going to stick with the Glock 34, or are you thinking about maybe, hey, I might change a little bit to try to go to something else? uh, You know, more uh, quicker, you know, slimmer. What What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I actually love the way my Glock fits in my hand. It's kind of one of those connection things. Like people have connections with cars and different things. For me, like it's an extension, and I'm, you know, being previous law enforcement, it's an extension of myself. Right. And when I I bought, I held the 34 for the first time before I bought it. I was like, oh yeah, like this is amazing. <laughs> so I'm probably gonna stick with the 34. Um, I like the accuracy that it has, even with the planes like regular sights on it. Um. The recoil isn't super bad because the slide's really long, um, but yeah, I think for at least a couple years, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stick with the Glock 34.
0: She offended that the Glock on to Instagram too.
1: I did. I love him.
0: That gun <laughs> seems to shoot a little low though at times.
1: It, but I attribute that to me. <laughs>
3: That's okay. So did we? Was, that's
1: that's Dave fault. being Dave.
3: Yeah. <laughs> at least he could hit steel. Mm-hmm. A yeah. sig was scared of hitting steel, so it's fine. <laughs> or really anything at the match at all.
4: Uh-oh. Yes. So here's another question for you. Now, what was I would like to know your thoughts? We went to stage 19, and it was pouring down the rain. Mm-hmm. I know. At first, because we were, we kind of staged outside of stage nineteen, underneath the overhang, and it was pouring the rain.
1: Oh yeah,
4: starting to rain. Kind of tell people what was your thought? Were you like, hey, you know, oh, this is okay, or were you kind of like, uh, are they going to cancel this? Or what was your thoughts?
1: Yeah. Okay. So stage nineteen, I hadn't seen it. Like, you guys tipped me off to it was going to be a monster. <laughs> and I was like, I can't go. After we were done with the first day, I was like, I can't do it. I can't torture myself anymore. I've had a day. I just need to go relax for a little while. Um, so day two, we showed up really early. Um, and I walked it, And I looked. And I watched a couple people run it. And I, as soon as I, we got close enough and I saw... The 30, I freaked out, and then I saw the clouds, and I was like, oh god. <laughs> like this is it's gonna rain on us. So um as it was hard, but it made it even harder doing it in the absolute, like just torrential downpour that you know, Leo and I had to do it in. Like, you guys got lucky. <laughs> Dave got so lucky because it was like <laughs> No rain. It had slowed down. It was nice and cool. And I was cool. like, this is some BS. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he had the in, in his defense. He is lower to the ground. So that puddle came up to his calves. True story. As opposed to Huggy. True story. Who, like, Huggy two socks just beep. He walked over the puddle, you know. So Port Dave had to, like, cross the River Jordan to get to the next area to start shooting. I mean, at least it just came down on us and we couldn't see anything or hold our guns safely and it was fine.
1: Ro had, okay. And then he came back and I was like, crap, I'm up on number two on this. Like, oh, crap. Okay. I can do it. Screw it. Let's just do it. And so, because he looks at me, he goes, and he's the Russian RO, which is amazing. He goes, I'm ready when you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's like,
3: it's it's like that scene in Rocky. If he dies, he dies. Like all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. I will say I felt really bad because I kept saying, "He's like, well, nobody's shooting, so we." I'm like, "No, I can hear them. Like I have very good hearing. I can hear them shooting. We should just start shooting." I'm like, "Screw it. It's going to keep raining. It's Florida. It's the. It's Florida in the afternoon. We're just going to shoot." And I'm like, "Screw it. I'm not going to do well on this one anyway. So let's let me get done." It was, I was shot. First. Let me waste my so ammo like, now. Hey, I was like, vamos, come on, bling, 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 and done." <laughs> so that was my attitude about it because I'm like, "Well, this is way too far. I I am nearsighted. I'm not wearing my bifocals. Like, just it's fine. It's a it's a brown blur somewhere in the distance. It's fine. Just don't shoot over the berm. Yeah, that's it, how you feel about me, huh? <laughs> it
1: was it was Sometimes. a sh- and pray for dear life <laughs> because I had. I had my sights, like, way past his head just to see if I could make it. <laughs> like, let's go. Didn't you get an alpha on that one? I did. I got oh, yeah. one alpha and one mic on that one. And I was like, pray spray. <laughs> I could have shot, like, five times, and they would have been like, just keep going. <laughs> as long as I didn't break the 180, because that was the one you guys had tipped me off on it. And then I went back to the hotel, and I was looking at all of the scorecards mm-hmm. and that big block of DQs. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah. And I freaked out.
3: <laughs> well, and they said it was four people that had gotten DQ'd on that? Three or four, right? It
1: was quite a few. It
3: was like
0: four, yeah, or four or five, two. I want to say.
3: Oh, is that what uh, it was? Yeah. Because yeah, uh, they made a point to be like, don't turn here or reload here. Because yeah. you will get DQ'd right here. Yeah. <laughs> not here, over here, not here, over there, right? But right here.
0: Now, Casey, you also, you got double lucky that day because didn't you get to shoot in the rain on the very next stage as well?
1: God, yes. It stopped. <laughs> it stopped. Okay, the rain had completely cleared. And then all of a sudden, they're like, Casey's our shooter, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, got it. I went up there, and as soon as I stepped inside the box, it went.
3: Not <laughs> static, ladies and gentlemen, rain. Yes.
1: <laughs> Not just a normal Florida rain, it was
0: cold. It Florida. was cold, yeah.
1: It yes. was so. It was like ice-cold water just falling down, and Yara was like, let's go, and I was like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> so we kept going. And then, um, if you guys will remember, like later that day, it had been raining and they, like, I was up to go and everybody had shot the bags. And then they were like, take the bags off. And I was like,
4: yes
3: <laughs> I do remember that, actually. Yeah. I think you made the same gesture.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would have given anything to have been filming that at that very moment.
3: Yes. He was busy spraying uh, metal. Yeah, he was great painting steel at the time Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anything yeah. else on there, Leo or Chris uh, the only other questions I had were for Chris um, yes, I so and we talked about this a little bit before um, so and then we'll get final thoughts um, Chris yes how how did it feel being the mag monkey and the <laughs> sherpa? And the steel <laughs> painter guy and just an all-around A, very good husband, super supportive dude, and the guy that
2: everybody got to know as Casey's husband. Well, if you're going to put it down that way, I'm out. There's nothing else to be said. That was... Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> right, we had a good day. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> right. um, No, there's, you know, the other side of Casey is, oh. you know, is she spent... An exorbitant amount of prep time uh, going into this. uh, I would come home and she'd be dry firing in the living room. Uh, I would have to worry about the television. Uh, Every possible shooting match on YouTube that you could find. um, You know, she really went at this thing. She found something. She had been looking for something to sink her teeth into, uh, since we both got out of corrections and, uh, you know, she jumped into this and when she went looking for something to, to compete in, um, you know, she, she found nationals and, you know, I'm also from a jitsu community. So we have a lot of tournaments that are like, you know, a national, this, or a, Grand Prix of that and it's, it's a name, it's a title We don't really put a lot of weight into it Yeah,
1: it's not as serious as it sounds <laughs> Yeah, it's not as serious as it sounds you
2: know. Um, so we didn't really have That much of an idea of the weight Of the tournament until we got there Right And once we got there um, You know it, She was very nervous going into it um, And You know, she just We kind of just Took it one event at a time, one one station at a time, and once I got a visual of what was happening, I was watching you guys walk the you know walk the the, um, the uh, targets. Um, you know, I, I told her I said this is a lot like discretionary shooting um, for us. Uh, we went to the academy, um, and it was like okay, and you know we we our first time at it, so just go up there. And shoot your course of fire. You know, Don't worry about anything else. Just have a good time. And, uh, you know, once she got her first, you know, set out, when she, when she shot first, I could tell there was like this, she was relieved, um, except for that minor, you know, infraction. <laughs> the oops. You know. But, yeah. But, you know, the thing about that was, is it really just kind of gave us a, we didn't have to worry about the 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 mag capacity at that point it was just fill them up and go. Oh, side note,
1: you actually thought about it, but you didn't say anything. Yeah, to me. <laughs> um,
2: I yeah, I kind of told her. I said, you know, I I, I did kind of wonder about that because we'd spent some time at the house talking about the 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 ten rounds and and how does that work and all that. So I remember having this conversation, and it never occurred to me at that time to even look at the magazines. I was like, okay, well, you know, she's she's got this, um, and then it happened. Um, uh, but we, you know, just making sure that, that, you know, when she was done, she could go up and, um, uh, you know, talk to you guys, give as much advice as she could watch what was going on, uh, breathe for crying out loud, yeah. you know, and I, you know, is they popping rounds into the magazines and making <laughs> sure they're all set, you know, and, um, a lot like what we were accustomed to in corrections, you know. It was really cool to see, you know, just grabbing a paint can, going up there and resetting the targets and getting ready for the next shooter. So it it seemed very natural to step in and help. Um, everybody was, you know, just super cool and and laid back. Um, you know, by the second day, you know, Casey and people figured out that you know here's this. You know, once it figured out, that it was not only her first time shooting, but she picked this nationals thing. This idiot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, you know, I had a couple of people. Is this really her first time? You know, and I mean, yeah, it is. You know, but I, think <laughs> the, I think the I think the fact that we didn't know, we were kind of ignorant to a few things. Mm-hmm. We we weren't. We were just feeling this out. So there was a lot of that. That the weight of things just didn't sit on the shoulders and we saw it in different shooters I mean we saw some people really getting into the walkthroughs and it was like oh you know this guy's this guy or this this girl's really in the moment they're really thinking this through and then you could tell when something would go wrong the weight of that mistake or the weight of that malfunction or something was just devastating to some um, and you saw that athleticism that 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 you know like okay we're at a different level here because they have to, you know some people had to be talked to a little bit you know and, and brought back to the fold um thank god no weapons were thrown um you know but I, you know I, I, I can Thanks, see after that you know after the that first malfunction cluster that happened i turned to casey and i said don't let that bother you I and mean, we didn't know you guys yet yes, i was like Oh but God! <laughs> was, yeah, she's over there. Because I, I think I peed. I'm like, no, you're fine. you be okay. It's just so, the rain. Do more and kegels. Was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was just a pleasant time all the way around. You know, great experience. Awesome. Well, that's very so,
3: good to hear because we. Uh, I mean, uh, we've talked about another podcast, and I know Casey doesn't necessarily want to be the 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 sounding horn for women come and shoot, but like we want everybody to come and shoot. If you are a human person who wants something fun, or safety third conscious to do, like, <laughs> come out and do this. Like this is something we we want everybody to shoot. Like Huggy's black, I'm Hispanic. You guys are all white. Like and guess what? <laughs> we get along we can talk on a podcast, have fun talking about something that we all share and. Yeah. Like nobody died. Like how amazing is that? Like you said, yeah. we had to corral somebody yeah, occasionally, no.
4: but yeah. nothing <laughs> bad happened, no. and you know it was fun. So, Chris, my question yeah. to you is: Are you going to come out and start shooting also? That was my last question too. Good yeah, job. That was my right.
0: question.
2: Yep. Oh my. Um, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I. I saw. I, it looked. It was a lot of fun. Um, I could see getting into it very quickly. Um, I, as a matter of fact, I bought the same uh, weapon that Casey has. So we're going to have dueling thirty fours, um, yeah. and that could actually happen. Dueling thirty fours. Oh, Mister
0: and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> actually,
2: um, is she Brad Pitt in this? <laughs> <laughs> but, well, you know, and I'm not saying I can wear pumps, but, I'm I mean, mix, you know. am a mix
1: between Angelina Jolie. And
3: <laughs> Listen, I'm pretty sure you can pull it off, Chris. I, I believe in you.
1: <laughs> no, very I, look it, I look good
2: in a kilt. That's all I'm going to say. I'm he just
1: gonna wait, that's, that's He's so. got the legs for it. Yeah. <laughs> now it's going to
3: be dueling kilt. Dave, don't <laughs> get that face.
1: Dave, dude.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he has golfing kilts. We'll set no, this up. Okay.
4: This is
2: happening.
3: <laughs> all right, next
2: oh, to I, Florida. I, in all seriousness, guys, I think... Um, you know, Casey picked this, and I love being there to support her. I love taking the time off, um, and I love it. I love being that support. Now, shooting at some point, yeah, I like to do it. I just don't think it's going to be, like, the next one or the next after that. I think I really enjoy watching her compete. Um,
1: I got to have a Sherpa, guys. And then there's
2: the Truth. Sherpa. This is
4: um, very true. Dude, that, that. – that is awesome, Chris. I'm going to tell you right now, the support, I, will also, I would honestly say, and for the people that are listening, you were such an awesome support for her in being there, getting the stuff for her, making sure that she was okay, and, you know, kind of lessening the stress off of her. And and we all could see it, you know. And, and then on top of that, you were so friendly to everybody, you know, that was in our squad. So, I commend you for one for being awesome. You're just a great person, you know, all around person. And you and oh. Casey, you have a you know a a good guy there. So yeah. hats off to you. <laughs> Are you crying?
1: Dave's crying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Cuddy's getting ready to ask Chris out on a date.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jesus We get I was, it. He's a good I was gonna dude. say on okay. the, on the first stage. <laughs> I thought Chris was part of the staff because I would, I would have never expected him to come out and paste or paint steel targets or anything else. I mean, he's not a competitor. I don't expect him to. So after the second one, I'm like, wait a minute. This guy was just on the last stage. What is he, like a rover or something? What's going on here? And then I put two <laughs> and two together, and I'm like, oh, now I get it. It's an odd. I just had the hots for you. I'm like, okay, well, odd (laughs) first date,
2: but sure. (laughs) (laughs) I was was like, hey, it's a
1: groupie.
2: That goes back to um, our time and corrections because it really did seem natural to get out there and
1: help. Yeah,
2: throw targets up. You put paper targets up. You you put the you know you put the tape up and uh, um, and then when you're done, you know, I I think the biggest. Problem I had, and as some of the judges started pointing and started looking at me, is I had a problem with all the brass. Um, I'm so used to policing the brass after yeah. a day of shooting that I was stepping on things. I'm like, this is just not right. <laughs> I found. You know, and I, I, I would, I'd find, I'd squirrel away, like I'd find these little live rounds everywhere, and I'd walk up and I'd kind of <laughs> like, like Rain, so Man, like Rain Man, like Rain Man, I'd set them on the table, you know, and like I'd just walk away.
3: Definitely <laughs> nine, nine, definitely nine.
1: Yeah,
2: there's yeah. yeah. <laughs> nine, not four floor, Yeah, yeah.
1: Definitely nine. Live rounds, definitely nine, live yes. rounds. Yeah. yeah, there are some people that thought he was my coach. Boy, which, they were wrong. Which was really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, nope, he's just here to support me he's because a man. I, yeah, yep. I've been to so many, like, jujitsu seminars Oh yeah, that, you know, and I've sat on the sidelines with all the other wives. Um, I participated in quite a few, and then a foot came across my face, and I said, no more. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Gotta but, protect the moneymaker.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I made the radio for a reason. Yeah,
3: man. Wow. <laughs> Trust me, we know. We, we know what we look like. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It, it was really, really cool, and it was amazing to have him there the whole time to experience it with me, so I wasn't just taking it back and telling him stories that he may or may not have wanted to listen to. Oh, yeah. He was there, and saw, he made friends with all of the ROs. Like, they're like, that's so awesome that you're resetting. I think there was only one RO that got onto our squad for, like, not
3: participating. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that guy that yelled at me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I made up with him at the end. But yeah. I'm like, sir, I literally just pasted the entire half of this by myself. Like, why am I being chastised? He's like, well, you need to help. I'm like, okay, bro.
2: Now it's <laughs> now <a> on. <song."> <laughs> just so you know, um, the fact that you guys... Were so welcoming, and free within just free with your advice and your information, and you know, keeping you know keeping Casey when I was back there filling mags and she was walking, you know I could see you guys you know pointing in this direction or, or you know I, I wasn't privy to the conversations but that says a lot. I mean, in my community, nobody talks to anybody. You you go out there and it's death. You know, mm-hmm. nobody talks to anybody. Nobody lets anybody know what's up. Yeah. um but for you guys to to take the time and break away from your competition mode and take somebody in who is clearly like Bambi on ice <laughs> for a lot of reasons, you know, Thanks. I mean, <laughs> like, not you weren't really moving like John Wick. You were more like
1: It was a healthy trot. It wasn't I mean, a run. We're it go, was a trot. We're gonna go with trot. I've watched the videos. It was a healthy trot. Okay. Uh, her her good. and Huggy
0: have two things or they have one thing in common. They both run like Charlie's Angels.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh now, come on now. Don't See, worry, Sarah. It's okay. See, she says she has a truck. I have a Clydesdale truck, okay? <laughs> okay, you 2 sucks.
1: I've never seen anybody move faster than you on stage 2, though. That was I mean, fast. It was, it was with a quickness. Yes.
2: Moving with purpose, my friend. We
3: were <laughs> worried the brakes were going to go out, but... <laughs> it
1: was a beautiful thing to watch. And yeah, I was he's like, got a
2: downshift. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got an internal jig break that slows him
4: down right at the yeah. line. I'm pretty I was, sure you
3: can hear it.
4: Trust me, I was <sighs> trying to pull the parachute. I was trying to pull the parachute cuz I was like, going, oh my god, I hope I actually stop cuz I was like, I, honestly, honestly I thought I was like and I played football for years, for many years. So there was always something impacting to stop my momentum, <laughs> you know. Another person yeah. Right, <laughs> there's nothing there to stop this momentum. So I'm like, oh god, I hope my knees just don't blow out as <laughs> so I'm trying to slow down. <laughs>
2: but I really want to thank you guys. You guys really Absolutely. helped Casey out in her first ter- uh, first you know major competition, and to give her because you don't you guys don't realize how nervous she was. No. I mean, she, we came back from that first day and she flopped down on the bed, and I I took the Glock and I. I took it apart and, and cleaned it, and I looked over, and she was talking to the ceiling, like you know, almost like you know, Apocalypse Now. You know, she like, could hear them. She could hear like, the ting, 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 you know. Just, why? Yeah. Lots of whys were said that night. So.
1: No, it that wasn't that wasn't after day one. That was after day two. Oh, day two, yes. When I was like, my feet were soaked, sponges. Everything was soaked. It was just. It was like in the the only time I was like. F this maybe I should go home was in the middle of that day when I was soaked to the bone yes and freezing. Yeah. <laughs> if we hadn't had that sweater, I would probably like
2: go back the whole that. time. <laughs> but thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. We really thank appreciate so it. And much. to have us on your podcast is, is an honor. We really, really yeah. just feel honored for that. We we really
1: Listen really. to all of the episodes.
2: Yes, those are <laughs> great.
1: Those were awesome. I love the second. We're well, gonna love this one. <laughs> Because I was a star in that, and like I was like <laughs> context right now. She's, she's, I'm really she's not she's an Insufferable
2: idiot. for a day. <laughs> insufferable.
1: And Leo goes feminism. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Third wave feminism. I don't know about that other stuff. Like <laughs> suffrage, I'm down with, but other things, suffrage and you guys carrying guns, I'm all for.
1: Yeah.
3: You know, other stuff we'll we'll get into that at, 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 a, at a later date. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. <laughs> well, hopefully, it's not the last time you're on the
4: podcast. Oh, for sure, we're really gonna keep an eye on you, young lady.
1: I'll be back.
4: Yeah, see, you're you're already a superstar because the president came up to you and talked to you. I
1: so, know. Uh,
4: yeah.
1: I'm kind of like Let's a say. big deal. Oh, god.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I that was
2: coming, oh my god! <laughs>
1: sorry,
3: sorry, Chris. Sorry. sorry.
2: Thank <laughs> you yeah.
1: guys so much for everything, though. Like you really were. Other than Lise and Mike, huge shout were out to
2: Canada. Canada.
1: Canada oh Canada. I feel like I. Me. You guys were absolutely amazing, and yeah. um Tom, right, and Bill were the other. Yeah, Tom and couple. Bill. So, yeah, one of those six. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those six, babe. Yeah.
0: Woo! Good times, <laughs> right?
3: 106 for life. Well, um, it feels like we're wrapping up a little bit here. So uh, final thoughts. Let's go round the horn real quick and get final thoughts. And uh, we definitely are very excited to have you back at some point. Um, we will definitely have to talk about that. But uh, what, what do we got for closing remarks? I'm going to let somebody pick. It's not going to be me.
4: Go ahead, Huggy. <laughs> oh, why well, Why? Well, I mean, anyway, uh, closing remarks is the fact that Casey – I am uh, very proud that you came into the event. I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, I look forward to you like, climbing up the ladder, being successful. And like, like the guys have said, I uh, hope to stay in contact and see where you are and, and what's going on. Uh, Chris, it was an honor and a pleasure to meet you also and, uh, and doing an awesome job. So And everybody out there, don't be scared. Uh, this should help you understand that get out there, you know, shoot, be safe, have a good time, you know, and learn about your weapon. So truth. What do you got, Dave?
0: Um, I was going to say that this is the one thing about this sport that I've actually enjoyed the most. I've been shooting literally since I was a kid. So this is nothing new. Um, However, like Chris um, Casey's husband hit on earlier this is the one I've wrestled, I've played football, um, played a bunch of sports, been in the military, all of that stuff. But this is the first time I've been in a sport where people actively come up and they're genuinely nice. They give genuine advice. Um, so I just try to be that same type of person. But it's the best part is meeting people like the Canadians and Chris and yep. Casey and meeting people from everywhere else and having a good time. So... Um, that's my closing thought. I just love you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> closing thoughts on uh, on the day for me. Um, truth, I, 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 I genuinely care about you guys. It was super great to meet you, Casey, and you, Chris. Um, I, I feel like we have uh, found some kindred spirits, and, and I definitely do look forward to kind of seeing how you progress, Casey. We're definitely planning on having you back on the podcast. Um, I, I don't think I can top anything that anybody has said so far. So uh, as our guest, we'll throw it to you guys to kind of get final thoughts, and then I'm going to give my uh, trademark sign-off, and then we'll be done, I think.
1: All right. Well, huh? Nothing good. <laughs> um, I want to thank you guys so much. The Having you on my squad was truly an experience, and I mean that in the best possible way because – because i i honestly was so just worried about being you know just alone and you know thankfully i had my mag monkey here (laughs) because at least one person was talking to me i wouldn't have to worry about nobody else talking to me Because in the world of competitive sports, I didn't know how it was gonna go. But like you guys have said before um, in other podcasts, it was interesting to see some of these top players be friends and just talk to each other and like navigate through different things. And that is amazing. And I think that that's part of what people don't expect when they go to events like this is the big community and the openness and the friendliness. Because, you know, shooting is between y- you and, you know, your gun and your target. I mean, other than that, it's, you know, you can do the same things, but still have a different outcome. So it's kind of interesting to me. Um, but I want to thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast. Woo-hoo! <laughs> and I get to redeem myself from... You know, episode two, because I was like, I'm not an idiot, I swear. <laughs> I did have a plan. I really did. It just didn't <laughs> go. <to heaven. laughs> Don't
3: feel bad. I've been redeeming myself since episode one. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: thank you guys so much. Do you have anything to say?
2: Um, No, I, I'm going to just parrot that. Thank you guys so much for being gracious. And, uh, you know, just it, it, it was an amazing thing. And anybody listening... Um, that has that, you know, has been kind of on the fence about getting in there and competing. Um, it's just like jumping in a pool. Once you get in there, it's a blast. Oh, we yeah. have a great time. Um, I saw some really cool, you know, probably residual training things that getting into this type of competition um, for people that are looking for that next level of taking their just going to the daily range, putting the firearm on the table, picking it up, blink, set it down, pick it up, blink, set it down. I mean, this, this takes your training to that next level. It does. And it translates. And I saw the translations, and that's obviously for another topic at another time. But thank you guys so much for, for reaching out to Casey and, and making her feel welcome. And uh, we look so forward to seeing you guys again on the range and, you know, frontside focus. Boom.
0: Boom. Yeah. All right. All right, Leo. It's all you.
3: And with that, don't be a little bitch. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Ha, <laughs> ha,